I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She is The Real Estate Voice. It's the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, when buyers do a home inspection, typically they're checking to see if the home is in functional condition. What are some inspection blunders that you've seen and how should sellers be watching out for them? Well, okay, so the buyer does their inspection because they're doing what they call their own due diligence. So they want to make sure that they know what they're getting into, which makes total sense. I highly recommend that every buyer do an inspection on every house that they buy, unless they're provided with a copy of an inspection by a previous inspection. Um, and the reason is you just don't know what you know what's hidden typically with the newer homes there's not a lot to worry about but they're trying to make sure that the home is in functional condition it is not their opportunity to get stuff okay even if they make a really strong offer well here's an interesting point is that inspectors in the state of Colorado are not licensed there is no license for inspectors um, they can get a online certification uh, they can, but I've had landscapers inspect my listings, <laughs> which I find hilarious. Anyway, for our insurance, we're not allowed as licensed agents to just let people go into someone's home without being escorted. And an inspector typically is going to spend anywhere from two to three hours in the home going over all the systems, running everything, circuit breakers on and off, dishwashers running, checking out the furnace, taking the cover off, the electrical panel going up on the roof, going up in the attic. And then it gets even more interesting. So I get requests probably on a weekly basis of agents saying, can't you just give us the code and let the inspector go in the house all by himself? And I'm like, no, you can't do that. You're going to have to escort him because it invalidates my insurance to let somebody go in someone else's home and do their own thing. I, it's not that I don't trust them. It's just I want to protect my business, my clients, and make sure that nothing goes sideways. Um, I've caught agents going into the home, letting the inspector in and turning around and leaving. Uh, I've had them. I've, that's happened to me twice that I know of. Uh, I've had them, you know, uh, give away the code and let them in and not not even be there or leave early they do that a lot and you know if you're representing a buyer first of all agents get paid pretty well for what they do right either a listing agent or a buyer's agent and a buyer if they're not there they're expecting you to represent their interest you're, you're a lawyer richard you you expect if you're a lawyer and somebody wants your representation that you're going to look out for them right well, exactly. And there's a relationship and the basis of that relationship is honesty, but right. they have hired you because they want you to look out for them. Yeah, well, a lot of agents kind of want the easy button. So they'll just go, oh, whatever. Let the inspector go do his thing. He'll send me the report and I'll write up the objection. So it's just lazy. Yeah, it takes three hours. Yes, it's boring to sit there for three hours. But I want to know when I'm representing a buyer, I want to know what does the inspector see? What is he saying um, about the systems in the home? Because I have to write up something in writing and send it to the seller requesting 
repairs if there is any broken stuff or health and safety issues. So um, that it's really important to me to be there. Um, and then, you know, I, I just think that they should represent their clients better by showing up, but a lot of them just don't go. They also want the seller not to be present in their own home for the inspection. So we have to staff it. I had somebody that I respect in this market tell me years ago, we do, we have to do everybody's job. And I agree with her on that, unfortunately, based on what I'm seeing. So um, we want to make sure that we're representing our clients there. I actually have one client push back on that uh, this past summer. I said, the seller's going to be there for the inspection. I'm going to be there for the inspection. And she came back and said, well, the, uh, the buyer has a right to privacy. <laughs> Can you imagine, Richard? Somebody's saying they want privacy and they're in somebody else's home. Oh my gosh! I, the the stories and what I love about you is you've done this long enough and you've done so many sales and and so many purchases, so many inspections. As you said, you could be an inspector yourself. I could go out and be an inspector, but you have these what I would call war stories, and they're fascinating because they really give some insight into the mentality of some of the people that, oh, God forbid, somebody goes out and hires somebody to represent them like that. Well, I, it's, it's not, I don't blame the agents. I just think the training is bad. They're not really trained on how to do everything. We have a very detailed training system for our agents. We walk them through every step of the way so that when we put them in front of our, our clients, they, they know what to do. Whereas in, in the industry overall, it's just terrible at training. You have to go find out. I was years in the business before I got training on how to show a house, you know. Uh, you would think, why would you need training on that? You just open the door and stand there and smile. No, there's a technique to it. There's a way that you want to communicate with your client because the objective, if you're going to look at the home, is hopefully write an offer, right? So there has to be some discussion about that. Anyway, um, so getting back to inspection. So they, they don't want the sellers there. And this one agent said that she thought she could have privacy in somebody else's home. And I'm like, I don't think you get privacy in someone else's home, I'm sorry. If your buyer is worried about COVID, then either he doesn't show up or he wears a mask. I, I don't know what to tell you, but seller's gonna be there, it's their house and they have every right to be there. Um, when it comes to COVID, go ahead and mention to some of our newer listeners, Barb, if you would, all of the precautions that, I mean, you were the leader on all of this. When this first started happening, you were the real estate leader. People have been mimicking how you have handled this, but you take all kinds of precautions. Yeah, so for showings, we put in the houses that what we call our no-touch showing kits, which is a little individual kit that they just grab the baggie. Inside it has uh, a pair of gloves, it has a mask, it has a hand sanitizer and wipes and they just throw it away when they're done. Um, so if they didn't bring their own supplies, I supply them. Plus there's wipes and, and stuff and, and shoe covers at the house. And then we have rules. We have to wear a mask. We have to check our temperature in the office. Um, so there, there's all these rules associated with um, being in someone else's house to make sure that people are protected. You wanna change your gloves for every single showing because you don't want to pick up germs at one place and take it to another one. So we supply, you know, our, our sellers with that and we're, we come prepared for inspections as well. So, you know, it, in the contract, it says 
that the home is sold as is, where is, with all its faults. However, the buyer can inspect anything they want and they can ask for things to be repaired. This is not the buyer's opportunity to get new stuff, okay? And I've had inspectors damage the house. Um, the, the buyer and the, in, and the inspector are responsible if they damage the house. Actually, I had one guy take apart a pedestal sink. I recently had somebody, an inspector that went up in the attic and he stepped in the wrong place and his foot went through the drywall in the ceiling. <laughs> So they had to come fix it. The seller wasn't too happy about the quality of that. But anyway, you know, it's just crazy stuff. You know, like this is a picture I got on an inspection report of an inspector taking a screwdriver and sticking it in the uh, caulking on a deck. I'm like, why did he do that? He's damaging the house and telling the seller to fix it. So there's crazy stuff that happens. Um, for the sewer lines, that's been the latest trend lately is that they want to check out the sewer line. So what they're doing is they're actually, in most cases, if it doesn't have a sewer clean out, they're pulling the toilet and running a sewer scope down that line. That's fine if they replace the seal and know how to properly reinstall the toilet, but I've had them scratch hardwood floors, not replace the seal. I mean, we have to watch what they do. And then you know, a way a home seller could prevent that from happening is basically just demand that if you're going to pull the toilet to do a sewer scope, you've got to have a licensed plumber here who does that job. And that's the kind of fight that we do for our clients. So, you know, Richard, what would be your opinion if an unlicensed inspector did these things in your home? Oh, I would be livid and I would be so angry at the inspector, especially once I found out that they don't have to have any specialized training at all to do this. But it's one thing to come in and inspect the house. It's another thing to come in and to damage the house. And then to find out about this later on, uh, I'd be angry at the inspector and the person who hired the inspector, quite honestly. And that's one of the advantages you have your official team that is part of your home sold guaranteed realty but whether it's your moving van or whether it's helping people with staging or inspections whatever you've dealt with so many people so many uh, folks who have done home repairs etc through the years that you have recommendations that are solid because you've dealt with these people before yeah and I, you know i know what's right and what's not right. If a buyer comes in and they ask for upgrades, like, you know, a lot of times they'll ask for home warranties. That's reasonable, especially in an older home. They cost about 500 bucks and they protect the buyer and the seller, really, the seller during the listing and the buyer for 14 months after for all the systems. But if they're asking for upgrades, like new windows, new concrete, new appliances, you know, fresh counters, no, that's this is not their chance for upgrades. And things like appliances, like a refrigerator, washer, and dryer, they're actually a gift to a buyer. An appraiser only gives $150 of value for those. And many times the buyers might come in an inspection and ask for them to be repaired. And the answer is, no, I'm sorry, that's a gift. You can have it fixed. So a good agent really should put that personal property in, in as is, in an as is state, Richard. Well, all of these things, you can find out more by going to barbhasthebuyers.com. One of the other things are we've got some hot new listings that we've got time to talk about. Yes, I've got a fabulous home on five plus acres down 115. It's just absolutely spectacular. 
it's a ranch so you have a garage on each level so you could it almost could be like two houses it has a massive massive shop and rv garage it has a shed beautiful views very private this is a place where the bear hang out and that one's priced at 8.99 an absolute fantastic hobby farm at 116 110 dally view this home is out out in the country on 35 acres, two beautiful homes, plus a huge barn that has an apartment. We've got a fantastic home on 5.6 acres with views at 16160 Homecrest Drive. We just reduced the price to 564999 That one's been remodeled. Fabulous. And I got a home coming on the market very soon out in Peyton. Gorgeous ranch, five-bedroom. Three bath, big two car garage, backs to open space at 414. That'll go fast. Fantastic home at Iron Horse Trail. That one is amazing on almost a half acre with Pikes Peak views coming up at 434.999. And a beautiful home in the northeast part of town with a swim spa. And it's been completely remodeled with quartz counters, absolutely stunning. Five bedroom, walkout basement, sports court in the backyard. Outdoor living space at five forty nine 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 nine. Richard, that'll do it for this week. As always, you can check out Barb at barbhasthebuyers.com. and remember to listen to the program from two to three o'clock every Sunday afternoon right here on seven forty KVOR.